0: The following podcast contains themes and terrible attempts at humor. It is not suitable for children, women, or men for that matter. This is the after-lodge banter of two guys who happen to be Freemasons. It is not recognized or endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular Masons, irregular Masons, co-Masons, Canadian Masons or internet wannabe Masons. Can we do this already?
1: Welcome to After Lodge, everybody, episode number 37. I am your formerly Potty Mouth co-host, Jason, joined as always by the lovely Israeli Harlan. Greetings, everyone. And the pleasant producer, Bruce.
2: How are we, gentlemen?
1: It's a beautiful day outside.
2: It is. It is. It's a lovely day for After Lodge. Thoroughly enjoying this weather. Yes. It's very
1: nice. Fall has struck.
0: also wanted to take this opportunity to point out that our the rest of our cast has abandoned us today. Um, well, with the
1: exception of a new member of our uh, cast, is oh. now an appropriate time? What? Yeah. No, nope. let's...
0: Let's. No, nope. hang on. He says he won't speak. We'd like to introduce all of you to uh, Right Worshipful Censor Bob, who is our official delegate from our Grand Lodge, to sit with us during these recordings. Say hello, Bob. Yeah, he, dude... He's not playing. now. all right.
2: Whatever. Bob, I'm I'm sorry, but as the producer of this show, I'm gonna have to insist that if you're here, you have to say something. No. What he just talked. F- I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Alrighty, that lasted five seconds. Oh, what a jerk! Right, all mark right. down the time. I yeah. I have already swore. Wait, did you? Yes, I did.
2: Ah! yeah. Already, you can do that once. Just don't do it again.
0: Uh, I can't use that word. <laughs>
1: That word is on the no-no list.
0: I should point out to our listeners that uh, what I had to turn away from the microphone to write on was a notepad that I have entitled Episode 37, Jason List. Yeah, it's, it's going to be all yeah.
1: of my edits. Every yeah. one of my edits. Uh. There will probably be a lot of them. So, it's been a fun week, gentlemen. Fun, fun week.
3: Really? No. no do no. tell.
1: That was lies. It was not fun at all i was gonna say it was the opposite of fun Agree. um turns out we're not in as much trouble as i thought that's a good thing (laughs) yeah uh however Uh. there has to be some changes to the show
0: yep we'll get to that but how was your week otherwise
1: because everyone cares a crap Sunday uh. crap Sunday yeah
0: okay can we say crap is yeah. that good yeah, alright crap fine. allowed uh, yeah okay. we got a nod from Bob we're good he didn't
1: shock me so I guess um,
0: we're good right uh, I've also had a long week not only dealing with uh, some of the fun things that we've been doing with the show but also uh, just so everybody knows that HIPAA is Oh, what's a word I can come up with a uh Destruct Not a pleasant set of regulations mm. for attorneys to deal with, mm, and yeah. it's it's pretty much been my whole week outside of this, mm. trying to save a company I work for a lot of money in fines for an oopsie.
1: Oopsie.
0: Yeah. I always just kind of poked around and laughed about HIPAA, like, yeah, it can't be that bad. Oh, it's bad. Mm. It's real bad. Does it involve agency law in any way, shape, or form? Or? It does, in fact.
2: And... Why? Why? why, why? <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. That was
0: just dumb. On, that's
2: going on, on, on the list part. of banned words.
0: Agency law? Or no, that's, or that's, law that's, and a, that's... We're going to have one of, to bleep that. It's one, of our new, <laughs> it's one of our new after-lodge curses. Since magic words have their talismanic power...
1: Let's talk about magic words yeah, for a Yeah, that they're while,
0: given right? by the society in mm-hmm. which they exist. We figure we could still have our own magic words that we just yes. make ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, all right, you, sir, yes, are a worthless page of agency law. Ooh, that stings. Wow, that is that way is, worse than any curses that's, that's dirty, you could have Martha. laid that's upon like, me. Like,
2: yeah. why? Why would you jump straight yes. to the biggest insult you have? You have to work up. Well, to I'm kind of working down
0: from the top. You we got to make sir. up some other ones, but yeah, that's a new one. You, sir, are just dastardly, Dastardly! <laughs> Uh, like a 1930s mustache twirling dastardly. Yeah. It's very hard to keep this monocle in and like move <laughs> around behind the desk.
1: Well, let's just talk about magic words for a little while, because here on After Lodge, we at some point used those.
0: We Ancient used, history. Yeah.
1: On the, uh, you know, BG phase of After Lodge.
0: In the days when men were men
1: and and we were rogue rebels on the... Freedom of the Internet, anonymously blazing our way through Masonic Freemasonry. Masonic (laughs) E-Masonry. No, how do you say
3: this? (laughs) Just go with digital masonry. Digital masonry, that's a good one. Good one.
1: I'm adding that to the vocabulary. Digital masonry. And we said things that some older generations will be offended by.
0: Older... (laughs) generations like not that old just not, older than us. not my well even in my own community it, it, it's not an issue yeah i mean what often shocks people the first time they're in a synagogue when they hear a rabbi drop the uh the f-bomb and they they kind of look twice See, until they, sure they realize that i'm not entirely sure that that's a real religion though so i don't know really count that well it's a it's a group of people though and that group of people have this belief that the holy language is is it, it's there. There's no words that are unholy in the language because it's the language of God, and English is just English, so mm-hmm. it's it doesn't matter. Well, this new NPR format's working out fantastic for us. Yeah, um, I'm delivering a little bit of education. I'm being all Ken Bernsey for you. It's uh. <laughs> This is the direction we are taking. Uh, we broke, Jason. Uh, we may need to take a commercial break. Bob, uh, Bob's saying we can't take a break. Jason, get it together.
1: All right, I'm back. Anyway, my point is, and uh, I've tried making this point a few times this week, which, first of all, Harlan, I would like you to put on the air that you were impressed with the way I handled myself on Monday.
0: Uh, oh, over the uh, over the Ken Burns thing. But well, right. not just
1: that; like the whole meeting in general.
0: Yeah. So, as as all of you know by now, uh, we received uh, notice that our presence was requested at the Grand Lodge to meet with the Grand Line officers to discuss concerns about our podcast. We'll get to those later. Um, without going into too much detail about the individual discussions that happened in that meeting, one of them stands out. Uh, before we went to this meeting, I had been coaching Jason keep your cool. Let me do the talking. Everything's going to be fine. So we get in there. And one of the things that comes up is one of those brothers suggested that uh, maybe we consider how Ken Burns does his productions.
1: Actually, what he said was, do you know who Ken Burns is?
0: Yeah. And so I'm sitting here. I I was getting ready to to answer in the negative and what have you. And then Jason, all of you who are regular listeners to the previous iteration of after lodge realized that when you hear the inflection in his voice you know the storm's coming and so when jason's reply is you mean the documentarian and i just kind of cringe down in my seat i was looking for the nearest exit because this is this is going south and instead he responds with some Stuff that is very uncharacteristic for Jason, where,
3: sir, I don't feel that
0: that particular format is applicable to our listening audience. (laughs) Then I looked at Harlan and
1: raised my eyebrows, and he's like,
2: Who the hell are you? How did those words just come out of your face? I don't know. I was was waiting on the the tirade. I was God waiting Jason for five <laughs> seconds of his life, I mean, because
0: what would normally follow Jason in all the years that I've known him with you mean the documentarian and then and then just well, you brothers can just a put it in your heads as to what would after
1: that unintelligible sentences
0: laced with profanity, you mean profanity laced with sentences, yes, uh yeah come <laughs> on.
1: Sir, I do not believe our demographic would be interested in that type of programming. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was
0: oh. And the look on Harlan's face is just utter confusion at uh, this point. I mean, that was before you got the lomotomy downstairs. So
2: <laughs> So it worked.
0: But no, this was before.
2: Oh, right. This was
0: still regular Jason. Oh. They hadn't fitted the shot collar or anything yet.
2: <laughs> huh.
0: I mean, it was. Wait,
2: wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. It, so it was saying, a September miracle. You're saying Jason has the ability to talk like that normally?
0: I don't, I don't know. I have a feeling that last week we, we cracked the joke about the apostolic flame and, and being possessed yeah. of, the, of the Pentecost and speaking right. in yeah. foreign languages. I, I, I think that's what happened.
2: So he was speaking in tongues.
0: Like, yeah, <laughs> like I, it
2: was still I, English. He was, was
0: in, in his mind. He was he was throwing every word he could make <laughs> up, but the tongues were coming out in in formal English. <laughs>
2: right, I like it. I like it
0: because I, I guess the architect that was uh, the architect protecting. Yeah, after all, yeah, he he dropped the flame of the Pentecost on your head.
2: If he's got our back, we can do no wrong. <sighs> well,
0: uh, well, it turns out we've no done wrong. maybe
2: not on the heavenly
0: plane, but here on earth, I think maybe we. Uh, Yeah, because, as you know, there's a generational gap uh, in Freemasonry, which is a subject we've talked about a couple times where, at least around here, especially in our lodge, there's like this this 20 to 35, 40 age range. There's like a whole group of those guys, and then there's a whole group of like the 50 and up guys, but there's like this 10-year gap in the generations that just aren't here. And so I feel like a lot of what we were discussing was generational disconnect. All of it was. And I blame the baby boomers yeah, for not joining the fraternity and kind of bridging the gap. Yep. And so it's just, it's like England meets, meets the natives. I mean, it's... And the number one complaint, which,
1: let's be fair, they were quite pleased with the podcast as a whole. Yes. They in- said they enjoyed it, that we had good ideals... That they were happy we took the initiative to do it. But we needed to stop the cursing and a couple other little things we'll get to. But one of their points is, is like, what if a guy who's 60 years old and a Freemason hears this? He's going to be really upset that you're cussing. And one of the points I was trying to make, and I probably didn't do it well because I'm Jason and I'm not the lawyer Harlan. Is that a guy who is 50, 60 years old, more than likely isn't going to be going and finding a Masonic podcast.
0: And if they are, it's... They're Very technically savvy enough to realize that the internet is... Yes. It's, it's HBO. It's... Yeah. And they do not want like it, it, but then they don't listen. Right. Uh, but that, that culture shift comes... Maybe it's from an era when you didn't have that option. Like, if it was on the airwaves, that's what you had.
3: Yeah.
1: And our thing has always been,
0: we're going to talk the way that our peers talk. Or just how we hang around after lodge and and talk about the things we talk about and that's pretty much how all of our peers talk (laughs) as well so we didn't put like it's not just our peers it's the old guys too i think the issue is the the public appearance yes because if you go into the back room just about any lodge some of the foulest things i've ever heard in this lodge come from guys that are 70 plus yeah and that includes the dirty jokes which for you gentlemen listening if you want to hear some good ones, you got to find some older guys in your lodge. Yeah, oh preferably yeah. World War II vets. Oh, World War II or, vets are the filthiest. Yeah, yeah. I, Not that we encourage that kind of discussion. No, but, but here on the Afterlife I'm telling you, podcast, I know one we, that's made me blush on several
1: occasions, and I'm a thirty-something-year-old man blushing because I just heard a dirty joke that was embarrassing to yeah. me, and yeah, I yeah. thought I'd heard it all. I have the internet.
0: <sighs> yeah. So this is uh. So this is the new us. Yeah. Um, Jason with the uh, shot collar, which might fit you in in, in some, uh, some adult recreational preference communities. Um, was, oh, I, I was just wondering
3: got it. why it had that loop
2: on the back. <laughs> yeah. You just got it. Yeah. Well, A-
0: Amy put that on.
2: Well. Uh, yeah, that,
0: that, hey. did, that didn't come with the stock device. Right. We're not to talk about Amy anymore. What? Oh, we can. We can. We just, really?
1: Okay. Yeah. I thought that was on the comments.
0: Okay. Um, so, mostly the only difference you're going to notice, which is the largest difference in the whole thing, is that... Uh, language. Jason is going broke, putting money in a jar. Uh, we're sitting with right worshipful grand censor. And what else?
1: And, and you know, one, that's of, it. one of the reasons I was never concerned about language is because, to me, the words you use are far less important than the ideals they represent.
0: There's words. I don't
1: think that there's any magic words. Now, maybe this is an
0: unpopular view to hold. Oh, that's something that's not changing. So go ahead, because we're going to continue to hold views that may or may not be popular. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, and we have support on that to a degree.
0: Well, we have support for our right to. D- yes. There's limits to how much censorship the fraternity that pioneered the idea in our country of that. Freedom. D- yeah. There are limits to the length they're willing to go to, to censor things. So I, I think, I think as long as uh, Jason's shock collar keeps functioning, we're going to continue upsetting a lot of guys, uh, mostly from Ohio and Pennsylvania. Not mm. not not those grand jurisdictions, those those states. Like mm. listeners from from those
2: places, right? Because there's nothing long wrong with their grand lodges.
0: No, 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 no. I mean, I I'm uh, well. Actually, there there really isn't. It's all in good fun. For those of you who couldn't comprehend before that this has all been brotherly jesting, which is how you know you've walked into a healthy lodge when the guys are giving each other a hard time, uh, I would admonish you to press the stop button. Figure out how to delete the show from your device. Uh, You are not our target audience.
1: Well, here's the thing. We've never made fun of anybody on this show with a couple examples I can think of of people who were egregious and un-Masonic behavior. Um We've never done any jest, poking fun, making fun, whatever you want to call it, at any other jurisdiction or person that we wouldn't do to ourselves as well.
0: We do do it to ourselves, well, we did, but now it's uh we're sunshine and butterflies um you know, yeah. we're all we're all good friends around this table rainbows. Uh, i have I have nothing negative to say about my co-hosts
1: I do whatsoever, just not on the air
0: well uh, nothing on the air. It doesn't matter what we say as long as it's not on the air. Mm. Or so we thought. Well, But that's another story on the uh, unnamed whiteboard this week.
1: So the other thing that's going to change up front is we're probably not going to name other jurisdictions. We will probably talk about a jurisdiction is doing X, Y, and Z. And then in the show notes, there will be a link to the article where it talks about said jurisdiction and maybe names them, maybe not. But we're not going to do it.
0: But I, I believe, uh, right Warshpool, that uh, that is everything on your list.
1: Well, there's. Another, I mean, uh, yeah. No, the, okay, no. okay.
0: We get it. We get it.
2: He's still holding the red pen. <sighs> Can <sighs> what more do you want from us? How many
0: shows does he have to sit with? Or this is a permanently elected posi- appointed position, isn't it? I think so. He's never going away. No,
1: that's it for the rest of After
2: Lodge. Hmm. Who assigned him to us?
0: Well, if he's appointed, (laughs) I'll give you one guess. The Grand Master, Bruce, are you familiar with how the Grand Master works? Wait, if he's appointed, why are we calling him right worshipful? (laughs) (laughs) Because he's always right. (laughs) So, I'm cutting that out too.
1: I mean, (laughs) are you really? <clears throat> so there are going to be just a few changes. We're going to use less adult language. Uh, the way we talk about some things will change to a minor degree. And yeah, we don't like it. But it no, is it hurts.
0: Um, there, as I've discovered, is a white hot fury that courses through a man's veins at the thought of, of being censored. In any way, yeah. I never have been, so I, I didn't. I didn't know that was there, but uh, yeah. But it is, and it is it is difficult to do this. But in the interest of entertaining you brothers with our dancing bear routines <laughs> and our witty monocle jokes, uh, we're going to continue to make an effort. So but don't think that we're quietly acquiescing and that we're okay with this. It's just the lesser of two evils.
1: Yes, because we want to continue this. Yes. For now, anyway. And that's left entirely up to you guys. If you guys... If you stop see, listening, I'm you, pulling the plug. Yeah, if you stop listening, we're done, because then it's pointless. But if they stop listening, they don't... They don't care, <laughs> so that's just what I'm saying. That's what's going to determine the future of After Lodge is whether or not you guys stick around.
0: So you can tell your friends about us now, because you know yeah. those guys in your lodge that you were afraid to show this to because yeah. uh, you know some people's skin resembles tissue paper or, or what have you. Yeah, uh, it, it's all good now. Um, we're we're going sanitized to... for your safety. Yes, it's always for your safety.
1: And <clears> let me just stay here for a minute, like, I know some of you are going to be mad the language is gone and be like, why is your Grand Lodge doing this? Let's be fair. You know exactly why they're doing it. That's Grand Lodge is... I mean, if um, I was the
0: Grand Master, I probably would have handled it the exact same way.
1: That's the thing. Is yeah. Once it was brought to their attention by someone who could not be ignored, um, they had to do something. I feel like a lot of these guys, even if they knew who we were, <clears throat> would have maybe turned their head the other way until it was brought to their attention where they had to deal with it.
0: Which probably would have been my take as well. I mean, I, I can't really think of any way that they did this that I would have done differently. Because there are political considerations to yes. be had. And that's that's just how it goes. Um, Yeah. So, please do not direct your ire at, uh, at yeah. your local Grand Lodge. I mean, their Grand hands lodge.
1: were kind of tied. They had to tell us that we need to stop with with the Potty Mouths. Because later, if it came out that they knew about it and did nothing about it, it would maybe look bad on them. So No, I, I get it. Yeah. I think
0: the Grand Lodge overall was some understanding peoples. They're
2: just covering their ass. Especially
0: considering a little bit of the generational gap that... I was somewhat surprised that they were cognizant of it. Yeah. Like, that they knew that what we're doing here is a good thing. It just may not appear that way to certain people on the surface because of a lack of of understanding between age groups and they got it. Yeah. I mean, it it was one of the, the, my favorite lines was, I'm not going to claim to understand it, but I know it's there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much how the meeting went. Um, it was, it was kind of like,
1: you're doing something horrible. Hey, but you're doing a good job. You're doing something horrible, but you're doing a good job. Yeah. It was not the beating I thought I was going to take. That's for sure.
0: And I think a part of it too was uh like four out of the six people in there had only heard the first episode yes. and the ones who, We should have pulled that off the air yeah, months ago. Yeah.
1: The ones who had heard the whole like a, a whole bunch of them felt a lot differently about it. Mm-hmm. Um I mean there was one gentleman who made several so show jokes during this meeting. And I would look at him and be like, mm-mm, mm-mm, stop, mm-mm, I can't <laughs> laugh, stop, mm-mm, yeah. I know what you're doing, stop,
3: mm-mm.
0: So, uh, as for the old episodes, we, we have not entirely pulled them off the air. Um, they will be available as quickly as I can get them available. They're available now if you can catch one of us um, on IRC or email to get you the links. Otherwise, <clears throat> we will have a... a members-only, VIP, some sort of thing uh, on the revised website where you'll be able to go and listen to the old shows uh, once we verify that your skin is not made of tissue paper and (laughs) that you renounce all belief in the magic of socially unacceptable language.
1: So our ideals will be still (laughs) offensive. Um, This week, the Kiwi, NZ Freemason... Said, so last week, uh, you censored out the cuss words, but talked about cocaine, waterheads, and mongoloid retards? I think you may have missed the point. I was like, nope, that kind of was the point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're... I feel a little passive-aggressive in all of this.
1: Hey, Papa Bear, is it time for a story? (sighs)
0: Ah, <sighs> I suppose it is a story. This is a story that... Uh, Hang on, After Lodge kitties, everybody get tucked in. Oh, it's yeah. time for a story. Get oh, comfortable. Can we get the whatever that British lady show is, like with the kids? Can we Can we clip in that theme song? You're talking about Mary Poppins? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what you're talking about. You're the one oh, talking no, I'm about just it. i trying to find some kid show. We'll, we'll figure it out. we edit so Let's this- talk about editing in for five minutes on the show. <laughs> yes. Some things on After Lodge will never change. There is no fourth wall. <laughs> no. Uh so what I have here is a story that has caused me great distress um mm. for a number of reasons but uh let me get to my right page here. Hang on, can I point something out while you're looking up your pages? Yes,
1: sir. How come I'm the only dummy that buys cigarettes in this entire show?
2: I come in with like five packs Hold of on, cigarettes. Before you go any further, you just answered your own question. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Uh well played, sir. Well played. So this story here
2: Thanks, buddy. Just just them over the, by you. You're gonna
1: smoke as many as I do anyway.
0: This is the story of, of a lodge. Uh much like much like your own. Hmm. Much like our own. So what you're talking about is like a quaint little mountain town lodge. I mean it could be any lodge. Okay. Um I, I don't is may, it maybe a, I do have the source, but I'm not I'm not coming a, out with the source. Is but it a uh Zombie Lodge or no, this is a, a healthy, active, oh. uh, prosperous lodge. Filled with some gotta, younger guys. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... Okay. Uh, well functioning Yes. Yes. Doing lots of good things.
1: Do they so, have a healthy after lodge?
0: Um, it doesn't say, but let's just go with yes. Okay. Let's just go right. with uh, that this is a lodge much like the lodge that we talk about. Okay. Uh, the, which will be our own. Okay. But
1: the scene is set. It's a lodge much like our own.
0: Yeah. Go on. So you've heard the old expression that uh, when it comes to Freemasonry, it just takes one to unravel everything that you've done. And that's kind of a little yeah. about what this story is. So the story begins with it's, a... It's
1: not only that. It's about the actions of the others.
0: Yes. no. It's a, it's a nice little soap opera. It's a
1: tale of warning.
0: Yeah. So in a lodge that uh, was on its way to, to revival from a... Semi zombie state. Mm-hmm. A middle aged man from the community petitions the lodge, is initiated as an inner apprentice, passed the degree of fellow craft, raised to the sublime degree of master mace.
1: Filled with zeal and fire. Zeal and fire.
0: I mean, he is a go getter. He is going out and uh, just volunteering for everything, chairing up every committee that that's offered. I mean, it's doing it's a good job at it, too. Great stuff until as things tend to happen, um, the individual begins to to maybe creep up too quickly through the ranks, mm. and
1: skyrockets because he is the guy who will do anything at any yeah.
0: time. And that's kind of how this institution works. If you're the kind that will volunteer to do things, you will you will find yourself with no shortage of things to do. Yes So one of those things, and our story begins with uh, a very senior past master. Of that local lodge. Yes. Who had forever been running the fish fry in that lodge for who knows how long. He's getting a little little tired, but he keeps on trucking on. Because it's for his lodge. It's for his lodge, and he's been doing it forever. And our gentleman from earlier in the story has the his own ideas it. of... How money should be distributed between that lodge and some other organizations that it works with, with with the fish fry that, that guy's running. Yes, and at some point there's a miscommunication. I suppose we'll 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 go with the uh, we'll go with the tender side of the story for mm-hmm. now. Yeah. That it was some kind of miscommunication, and uh, that senior past master goes to move the money to the same place that he has always moved it. For 30 years, 40 years, however yeah. long he's been doing. Well, that's greatly upsets our middle-aged protagonist. Antagonist, yes. depending on what part of the story we're in. Yeah, we're an antagonist. That's the whole story. Uh, he begins leveling some uh, slanderous accusations against that senior respected past master. Um, throughout the Lodge, about uh, he's a thief, and he's laundering the money, and who
1: let me point out that this lodge probably wouldn't have had its doors open at this point if it hadn't been for that senior past master.
0: I mean, that, that kind of resembles our story a lot in that case, like here at our lodge. I mean, that's... That is, yeah, that does sound a lot like this place, yeah. But yeah. that's not, it's not this place we're talking about, though. Just so everybody's
1: clear. We're so, not talking about our lodge.
0: Um, this, the newly elected master, gets stuck dealing with Uh, On one hand, you have a gentleman who is now very upset, a very senior past master with the respect of everybody. Veteran. Quite upset. A veteran, yes. uh, At his reputation being slandered in such a way behind his back in front of all the brothers of his lodge. On the other hand, this new master of his lodge is looking at this younger guy who is part of the group of younger guys who are... The, the guys stepping up and making things happen.
1: And now let me add to this story that there is a bearded pikey.
0: Why, why, why are you going to interject yourself in our in our fictional story?
1: I mean, it, not me. Another bearded pikey. There's more than one of us. I ain't the only one. God save us. <laughs> so there's Oh no,
0: no. You're the only, you're one of
1: a kind. A bearded pikey with this Irish yeah. temperament, who though loves his lodge, looks at what this young guy's doing, and talks to the new master. And the old past master, and says, look, I understand this was wrong, but we can't go all out on this guy, because his intentions are in the right place, and does everything he can do as
0: well to smooth it over, and I continue on your story. I mean, like, that's not even on the paper, you're just... Well, I,
1: you didn't let me write anything on the paper.
0: The paper was sent to us! Oh, I'm so, I'm sorry, I didn't... Um, Yeah, go on. So... Eventually, for the betterment of his lodge, the senior past master kind of gives way. Let's bygones be bygones, for the most part. Even though there's a large portion of the rest of the lodge that's still pretty offended at the way that this guy was treated, but yes. in the interest of things are moving forward and conflicts happen, so let's keep going.
1: Every organization is going to have times where people are at each other's throats for a day or two. Yeah, I mean, usually with our institution, though, what happens is is you call each other a couple names for a little while. You argue with each other. But at the
0: end of the day, you shake hands, you go home because you realize, Hey, we're both brothers. We both want the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a little bit down the road, same, same middle-aged brother, a little, a little little bit. Um,
1: like we're talking summer to fall.
0: Yeah. New master still, I mean, he's getting a little more seasoned. He's, Mm -hmm. he's been around for a little while and, uh, a master mason degree going on one of the ways that this lodge chooses to handle proficiency work is that according to my papers um it was a tradition on master mason degrees because they're late nights to if the brother who was being raised needed to turn in his proficiency that a meeting would be called Mm -hmm. before the master mason degree usually about 30 minutes before yeah or an hour or whatever. I mean, I could see because we, we've done that here before, too. Yeah, um, that's, that's SOP in some lodges. Yeah. To, for the brothers who are interested in examining that candidate for the Master Mason degree to show up early to hear that proficiency. So all of the visiting brethren who have come out to see the Master Mason degree don't have to sit through it. Exactly. So that's fine. Uh, one of the rules that uh, many jurisdictions have, including the lodge in our story— Is when someone's turning in his proficiency, not only is it rude to be going in and out the door, but the Tyler won't let anybody. It's you're in or you're out, and then this guy's doing his proficiency. You don't interrupt a proficiency and throw this guy who's worked for this off. So this had been announced for quite some time. Um, But our star of our story was a little miffed that he didn't have his way of scheduling the event that he wanted to happen that night to happen that night. A relative's EA. I mean, yeah. I think it was his cousin or something. So, <clears throat> you
2: really read the hell out of that paper, didn't you? Oh, I studied this. I've like, never I've seen you study no.
0: something so closely I've before. I studied this
1: like I was going to have a final on this. Yeah. It's almost like I lived it.
0: So, this was talked about for quite a while, I'd imagine. Everybody had adequate notice. The lodge mm-hmm. was full of all the guys who wanted to see the proficiency, except the star of our story, who rolls in late. With some friends of his who were also common visitors, yeah, um, all of whom smelled of adult beverages.
3: Yeah,
1: that's a nice way to put it. I would say more like they fell in the whiskey barrel. I mean, I'm, did
0: you want me to just like read the whole narrative like word for word, or I'm are sorry, you just going to no, keep? Okay, I'm sorry. I mean, I'll try. I'm to paraphrasing keep... to to protect the guilty.
1: Okay, I'll try to keep my interjections to a minimum. No, you're
0: you're good. I, I mean, they're healthy. Just. I don't know. I'm not Protected. healthy. I'm not used to you contributing usefully to the conversation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's to protect the accused, Harlan. You don't <clears throat> know this person. You don't know that yes. he's guilty. Yeah,
1: I mean, we don't so, know this guy. This isn't us we're talking about at all. Just making that point.
0: So when this gentleman shows up and then finds out that that proficiency is going on in the lodge, well, that can't be without me in there. So I don't think he knows it. He runs into the ante room and, uh, of course, the Tyler. Who, by the way, is another senior respected past master and veteran of the age of 80 plus. A veteran of World War II, to be exact. Says you can't go in there because someone's turning in their proficiency. I'll open the door for you as soon as they're done. Now, I believe the quote in your story you have over there, the, the start of our story said
1: was, it is my damn lodge and I'll go in there if I want to.
0: Except... I think there was an F-bomb in there, but I don't know. I'm censoring for yeah. the new happy okay. sanitized after-, right. after lodge. And in any lodge, I would imagine if the Tyler says you can't go in at this point in time, it doesn't matter if you have the master's jewel around your neck. You sit you're down and you are not going in.
1: You sit down and you wait.
0: Instead, the reaction of the star it's, of our it, story. Hang on, just let me point out,
1: respecting the Tyler letting you in the room or not in the room is the same as respecting the master when he's... Yes, sitting there. Whether you
0: respect the guy or not, you have to respect that chair. Which isn't even apply in this story because yeah, the I'm gentleman sitting, sitting it, there is is respectable in his own right, yeah, yeah, regardless of the. No, office. I'm just throwing yeah. it in that like no matter so,
1: even if this guy had a problem with this Tyler, he
0: should have just listened to what yes. the Tyler said because he was serving as Tyler. But Instead, that wasn't the, the response uh, probably induced with some extra intoxication is to begin a screaming match. To draw back a limb as though to strike, said Brother Tyler, until other brothers managed to intervene in this event. And I believe there was a bearded piking involved in this. (sighs) That guy's a a real moron. He gets in everything, dude. Anyway.
1: He really needs to learn to keep his mouth
0: shut. So, this gentleman and his friends, um, he coalesces them. They coalesce together, however it happens, and they bolt out the door.
1: Hang on. Uh, do you, any of you gentlemen know what coalesce means?
0: Yeah, Harley, you got to use a smart word, man. Nobody knows what that means. They band together and they storm out the door and they go oh. hit up the local bar.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: Um, instead of staying for this degree. Now, the reason this is problematic is because, as you know, a Master Mason degree is terribly difficult to put together. Yes. The gentleman from earlier in this story who was being slandered severely... Um, is the one who put all the work into putting that together, yes, and some sir. of the key roles for the evening were being filled by some of those brothers, including the star of our story. Yep. Um, who are all now gone. Yep. As a degree is getting ready to happen, and so now the lodge we, is left hanging.
1: Now in this lodge has gentlemen who were planning on not doing a large role, reading their parts out of the book.
0: Which, you know, as well yeah. as I do, impresses. It does. It's very impressive to see that. I mean, and showing off your reading ability is. Yes. So uh, the story continues to build. Uh, that night, it appears that that brother was raised and uh, everything ended up mostly working out with a lot of kinks. But, you know, brothers yes. at a dedicated lodge make it happen. But at that lodge after that night, there were a lot
1: of talks that something had to be done about this.
0: Yes. Uh, because this gentleman with, I'm imagining there were a lot of other minor instances that just didn't make their way to this printout. Yeah. Um, because I mean, that's a big leap to take from slander to physical threats of violence yes. and, and leaving your lodge hanging. But, uh, in the interest of preserving the peace and, and giving somebody the benefit of the doubt and. You know they shouldn't have shown up intoxicated but you know we'll explain why that didn't happen they'll they'll understand and and we'll we'll get past this too and there were a lot of people taken up for him,
3: yeah,
1: who, um who
0: later learned maybe they shouldn't have yes, <clears throat> including the master of the lodge that yeah. year who a,
1: a young professional you know that guy
0: sounds an awful lot like uh, he kind of yeah. reminds
1: me of a chaplain in a lot
0: of ways that that that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah.
1: kind of. He was very chaplain-y
0: as a His master. Chaplain like qualities. Yes. He so, does. moving on in our story, and, uh, and,
1: and at this point, there's a young professional and a and a heathen <laughs> who are counseling him. Like, yeah, I we, mean,
0: like I'm looking at the cartoon characters he's drawn in on my <laughs> manuscript,
1: <laughs> and uh, you know, and they're kind of counseling. Like, yeah, okay, this is really bad. We need to have a talk with him, but I think we can salvage him.
3: He has I mean, zeal and he's, he's fire. Zeal he's and fire, just yeah.
1: getting to. He, he loves this place too much that it's almost hurtful. We just need to get him to control that a little bit. Um, yes.
0: And so things progress from there. Yes. Um, what's the next chapter in the story?
3: <clears throat>
1: well,
0: since you it? obviously have read it.
1: It's according to where you want to go and how much detail you want to go into. I mean, we
0: were limited in time. We can't read the whole thing.
1: This lodge has a social club. And because of this gentleman's uh, zeal, he rises to the top of the social club. Because he has huge plans.
0: Because nobody else wants to do it. Yeah.
1: And he really wants to. And it's a good thing for the lodge. So we'll let him do it. And uh, once he achieves that position in the Social Club, it is the year he sets as senior warden, I believe. Check the book. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. Senior warden, the year he achieves the top spot. Uh, Yes. And there were some people who counseled against the leader of the Social Club also setting his master, secretary, or treasurer.
0: Uh, I, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. We have those rules here. Like, too many... Too, much, too many chairs for one person. Too much centralized authority. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: But the bylaws are changed that year of the Social Club. To allow the master to also be the head of the Social
0: Club. Again, because nobody wants to do it. And ignoring all of the other conflicts that the star of our show had had over that time span. And at this point, we're talking about... Probably about seven people
1: he's had a major conflict with at this
0: point. Yes, Um, one of them uh, was the secretary of of that lodge. um, Who could you like? What kind of secretary? Because there's a lot like there's secretaries like
1: you, there's secretaries like like I I I was was just a secretary.
0: Secretary tends to work on weekends and. It's not in the notes. We had the large district conference that happens that every all the leadership in your lodge is supposed to be at and uh Mhm. Uh,
1: this yeah, you're, you you re- misread the manuscript. Yeah, that's fine. What did I misread? I well, hmm? Nothing. <clears throat> so this district meeting was on a weeknight.
2: Mhm.
1: And uh, The secretary of this lodge, if I read the manuscript that we were sent, well, uh, his truck broke down and his truck was prone to break down a lot at this point in time. As a matter of fact, it was a running joke at the lodge that that secretary's truck should just be like shot.
0: Like it just happened. Now continue from there. So, uh, this The star of our store has story has now made it to the oriental chair by this point in our story. And he is at this large conference, um, notices the secretary's absence, and calls him. Now, the topics of that voicemail or whatever are kind of left out, but whatever it was, the secretary was quite alarmed and showed up to the meeting late. Um, Which he was
1: doing anyway. Yeah. Because of his truck.
0: To address when he went to speak with the master, um, regardless of what happened, uh, you're at the conclusion of this large conference with all of these nearby lodges represented, everybody present, when the master of this fictional lodge. Um, it's not fictional. It's well, another it's, lodge. It's, it's not a, ours. It's, it's a, a fairy tale a, Oh, it is a fairy tale. Never mind. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, but we're not going to unveil the lodge. I mean, people um, aren't going to send us material if we call them out. Good point. I'm sorry. It's a so, Flies off the handle, using language that is not approved on the After Lodge podcast, by the way. it's where I learned some of those words Um, from that manuscript. And jumps all over the secretary, the master of a lodge and his secretary, in front of all these brothers from all over the area with the screaming and the the profanity. And then after making a complete, can can I say ass, Bob? Making a complete ass out of himself and his lodge. You can say ass in this case because you're referring to the animal. Right. Making a complete ass out of himself and his lodge in front of everybody, then storms out of there, again causing all of the brothers to stand around thinking maybe we should do something about that guy. Um, Obviously, this is becoming more and more of a problem, Mm -hmm. but in the interest of peace and harmony at most lodges, uh, just probably, I mean, we... May and I, We could easily be in the same boat as yeah, this lodge. It happens. Um, over the ensuing weeks, a lot of phone calls are made. A lot of ruffles are smoothed over. Some, and, and, some past masters have a conversation with the star of our story, and, and everything's going to be better after that. And one that.
1: of the guys who was kind of pushing for it to maybe be smoothed over just a little bit after the first night was the secretary who was on the receiving end of the verbal tongue lashing.
0: Yes. Um, so... The Lodge marches on in the interest of not letting personal squabbles get in the way of of the things they're trying to achieve. Until uh, the star of our show is reaching the sunset of his year as Master of the Lodge. And coming to the realization that I'm not going to be the star of the show anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, That somebody else may be moving up to... a. A bright Take young the spotlight away. A bright young professional
1: who is very capable. So what
0: am I going to do? So he thinks to himself, and then takes note over at the treasurer's desk, where there is a gentleman sitting who stepped in when the former treasurer had some severe personal problems that I I don't even want to read off of here because it's just bad stuff.
1: Wasn't his fault. He was overwhelmed yes. by life. It happens to us. Um. Life.
0: So anyway that gentleman stepped in as the treasurer and the star of our show starts uh eyeing the treasurer's desk most people would say hey i want to be treasurer can you uh can you let me do that cuz i actually, know i know this is like a burden on you that you didn't want in the first place i'd like to take it off your hands yes actually most people would uh take a year off after being master yeah especially if they've
1: had a a tormo- I can't say that word today. Uh, tumultuous. Because, um, tumultuous year to let kind of the dust settle. And then you pop him in back into your lodge. I mean, I'm not saying stop coming to meetings. Maybe yeah, just sit on the side even for still, a like,
0: The guy in the story sounds like he didn't really want to be the treasurer anyway. He was no. just doing it. But the star of our show can't be looking like he's wanting the job. Because then you can't yeah. have the chest pounding of, Look what you know, I'm doing it reluctantly to for my lodge. So... Yeah. And let's point out that this Joan is also still the president of the social
1: club, which is a very important part. In oh, the fun, yeah, I guess they. I guess that form. hasn't changed yet. No.
0: Um. So, but instead of of approaching the topic like that, um, the lodge begins hearing rumors, um, of shady dealings of shady dealings with this treasure, uh. And how he should not be the treasurer because he owes a bunch of money to a nearby lodge for a business deal that that got messed up somehow or another. So the treasurer, hearing this and being concerned about his character as an upstanding figure in the community, says, I need to go figure out what's going on because I have no idea.
1: Handles it within a week of hearing about it.
0: So he decides to let us know that he's going to visit this neighboring lodge to apologize for whatever it is they think he did and, and see what he can do to straighten it up. The star of our story begins profusely explaining to him all the reasons that's a bad idea yes. and we should probably just let this lie. You don't want to go stirring up that hornet's nest and so on. I mean, it's 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 just it's just for the best that you don't go mixing this up. They're really mad down there. So the treasurer takes the trip anyway. Come to find out, they don't have any idea what he's talking about. They're not even that upset. Like, they they weren't upset at all. Um, it was more it was like. A business misunderstanding. Yeah,
1: it was more like, we would get this straightened Now, It's not that big of a deal. Whatever.
0: In the interest of preserving his character, he pays that lodge some money that he really doesn't owe them at all.
1: And he does it for the simple fact that it's just, a lodge.
0: Right. To help them out because, I mean, it was unfortunate what happened to them. And that whole thing is smoothed over rather quickly. But in the meantime, the star of our story doesn't know this is happening, and he doesn't know that visit was made. No. And he keeps beating the drum about this guy's going to get thrown out on Masonic charges, if not legal charges. I mean, a things are bad. He's
1: Whisper campaign.
0: Yeah, he has to be, I mean, I'm talking to everybody about how this guy can't be the treasurer. He's got to be gone. I mean, this is bad news.
1: Yeah, it's horrible.
0: Seems like the guys at the lodge had kind of a running joke about... Uh, about the whole situation cuz the star of our story didn't know. But yeah. it turns out the treasurer really didn't want to be the treasurer anymore.
3: No. Um, so like no hard, so no foul. he
0: just he just kind of laughed it off and said if you want to do this well by all means. Have fun. So he just stepped out of the chair on election night. He did. And uh, went and took up a role as a spiritual leader in his lodge. And just kind of one th- of the reasons I think
1: that he moved from the treasurer's chair to the spiritual leader was so that everybody saw, although there was this whisper campaign surrounding him, that he was having unfair business dealings or whatever and was being shady, that the Lodge still thought he was enough of a spiritual leader to put him in the spiritual leader's chair.
0: Yeah. So all of that was cleared up. Never mind that I'm sure that the brothers around that Lodge were uh, very, very upset at the way this went down. But, the, again, the job needed doing and someone was there to do it. So
1: And the social club was... Performing gangbusters to use 1920s oh, yes. gangster yes. terms, which I think I'm going to have to speak in on I'm very the impressed
0: with uh, the social club at this this lodge. I mean, some of the stuff that, that they talk about doing is, I mean, it's, it's quite fantastic.
1: impressive. From nothing um, to what they're doing is amazing.
0: Yeah. Until at some point um, in one of their blockbuster events that they were doing to raise tons of money for lots of good stuff... Uh, Eventually, after all of the conflicts... Oh, there was that footnote about the uh, the explosion that happened in the social club when they had business leaders uh, at their lodge and they were arranging one of these events or something. Uh, another explosion, like at that large conference, happened in front of all those people in yes. their meeting room. Um, in front of outsiders. Yeah, and and it made things look doubtful for that charitable organization, but yes. I don't know. It seems like they recovered. It sounds like they're still doing all right. Yeah. Um, but eventually enough just becomes enough. Um, especially when the star of our story begins upsetting local civic leaders and other people who well, this, are,
1: this lodge had an event. Yeah. It was a, an event they ran. that was kind of like, I don't know, like a county fair type event. Like they had music rides,
0: no. games. We do those. We do something Those like are that, a fantastic yeah. fundraising, by yeah, the way. No,
1: they're awesome. But you they do have
0: are... to. You, I, I get where they're coming from. Like you have to work with the yeah, the, the local leadership and like hand in hand with the town mayors and so on. Yeah. So I, I get it now. Like the the star yeah. of our story had not only just driven the guys in his social club that were doing all this work to their wit's end, but he had driven the local leadership to the point well, where they said he can't if if he's going to have anything to do with this.
1: There's that a lot your lodge of lodge can't continue. Yeah, there's a lot of details of that fair in the manuscript if you'd like to go into uh, some of those. I
0: mean, we're we're short on time. Well, but. I mean,
1: there's like one that I, I kind of need to tell because um, there was a guy standing there and he had moved his car before the fair opened to unload some stuff. And uh, the star of our fairy tale tells him to move his car. And this is an outsider. This isn't a member of the group that's working there. He's just bringing some stuff to a booth that was rented to some people. And he tells the gentleman to move his car. And the gentleman says, I have to unload some stuff. The police said I could park here for a minute. And he said, I don't care what the police said. It is my effing fare, and I'll tell you to move if I want you to move. That sounds like a public relations. It's not. It's not. And then I also believe during this... Fair or event, whatever you want to call it, gathering of that fun. might have been what
0: upset the mayor and, and all the local leaders. No, seems like it seems like there was a long list of other part things. Of Never mind. Yeah, that there's a whole list here.
1: And then he also started treating the his brothers that were helping him put this on because it was his fair. Um, uh, like yeah, I employees mean, employees and not
0: volunteers. Yeah, that's why everybody was at their wits end. So it was time to finally... I got one more. There's just one more I got to tell about this. We're on a severe time constraint. Go on.
1: We've got extra room. We're fine. There was a little situation like there were bands playing. And because he was in charge of the social club, he decided to pay a band an extra $100. Just because he
0: thought they did a good job. Well, that doesn't... How does that even happen? Like, that's not how social clubs work. I think there should
1: be, like, some kind of, like, vote or something called, well, usually, that's, according that's, to the That's how they work around here, I mean, spend the, any money?
0: the president of those associations, I mean, you wouldn't give that guy the ability to just spend money. You wouldn't, but, like, there's ways that he could just do
1: it if he chose to. Hmm. And so, I he did, in this case. He just okay. I thought that band did a, a good job. I gave him an extra hundred bucks.
0: So, apparently in our story, this lodge who... Has I guess some mental issues at this point. I mean, it's like n- refusing to cut up Germany it, at some point. Like yes. you, 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 you. At some point, it's happened enough. Like you. you this lodges Rihanna and this guy's
1: Chris Brown. They just keep coming back for another beating.
0: The time has come in that story where after the event has come to a close, there's a sit down. The gentlemen from that lodge decide that it's time to sit down with this brother. And explain that we've tried and we've tried and we've tried, but it's just not going to work out. Like, well, now I
1: would like to read a quote from this section of the story that touched me deeply. I have added it to my quotes list in Evernote. The brother, who had been treasurer and is now setting as chaplain, looks at the star of our story and says, "If you're lucky, next year you
0: might get to set in the Mason booth." Yeah. Yeah, it's a that line gave me chills. Anyway, this conversation was not going to be pleasant to begin with, but it was going to be civil. But for the star of our story refusing to hear any of it, slamming a table and stomping out um, kicking and, a beer can. Yes, instead of working uh instead of working through things like uh like had been done before. At that point um those brothers in the social club had decided that someone else has to run that show cuz it just the whole thing was going to fall apart. After that, um somehow the star of our show begins to paint himself as the victim in yes. this whole story. And that in the interest of power grabbing or whatever it may be or people that are just bad people yeah, like that entire lodge people. is just bad people who are out to get me. Usually, up yep, run you over the bus, back over you, yeah. run you over again. I mean it, because that's that's how lodges treat people that do great that things do great for things, them. Yes. Is yeah,
1: unless there's some severe
0: other problems. Yeah. So that creates a whole other set of issues, um, and spreads dissension within the lodge. About well, not within the lodge. It begins traveling to other lodges, which yes. is not something a lodge should do. A like, Lodge should never take their the, business outside yeah. of their lodge. So th- ever the just going around, um, causing all kinds of issues within and without the lodge. Um, this gentleman shows up to lodge on the night when a dearly departed brother had just been deceased, making a complete a- Bob. Can I say ass here? Making a complete ass out of himself in open lodge. This brother was the
1: best brother that the brother that died was. That's what I'm about. The brother that had died was the best brother that that many of them had known. And in the interest of this brother's passing. Who, who who, taught things like you should love one another?
0: The charges that those senior past masters had all got together and prepared and signed to get the Grand Lodge to get rid of this guy because they had finally figured out that things couldn't be fixed and yeah. it was a cancer on the peace and harmony of the lodge. And, and, and it was going to be like, this is going to yeah. happen or you're going to resign on your own. He wouldn't go get voluntarily. So that was the measure that was going to have to be taken. Except with that... Beloved brother's death, um, this lodge decided that there's no need to go down that route. Allow this gentleman to serve out his year as treasurer and then go on his way, never to be bothered things again. Like, Let's let bygones be bygones. Well, it wasn't even that. It was just we know what's going on. And so this lodge says we're going to uh, we're not going to just give him the boot, but he's not going to be in charge of, of anything anymore. Yeah. Um, and when he begins stirring up trouble, those brothers had just decided that the, they would just go the other way because they could at that point. Then. But this the Star of Our Story just refused to let that happen. Yeah. And, and just continued taking the pot shots he could take because he's the victim now, Mike. Yeah.
1: Everybody teamed up against him.
0: And the lodge wasn't going to continue rolling over like it had in the interest of peace and harmony. Yes. So I suppose in his mind he had settled that the only solution is if I can't be king of this castle, the castle needs to burn. Yep. And uh that's kind of where the story continues is a lot more of small episodes like that.
1: Uh, there's I think we need to talk about the meeting after that brother died. I think that is an important part of this story in that oh, manuscript. I'll let we, you carry
0: we, we on. I, need I
2: skimmed show over to that. Tell the rest of this yeah, story. I skimmed
0: over that chapter, but go on.
2: What are we like like a part 2. How far into this are
0: we? We're in an hour.
2: I mean, we're we're fine. I don't care if we're going an hour and a no, half. No, 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 that's fine. I'm just saying there's still plenty to tell.
0: Yeah, but we we left out... I mean, we left, we left out half tons, of this printout, man. I, I mean, I, did did you read it? Yes. Okay.
2: But was but the night that
0: th- th- this...
1: But the night that this... The first lodge meeting, like, four days after this brother died. Or probably two. We hadn't... Like, they hadn't even been to his funeral yet. Um, They said, okay. This guy taught to love everyone. We're going to let this go. If he can come in here and behave himself, if he can come in here and... And rejoin the lodge in whatever capacity he can rejoin the lodge. We'll let him do it. And so he comes in that night where everybody's heartbroken. This lodge is destroyed by the death of this gentleman. Takes a few pot shots during the meeting of people. A few? More than a few. He he pot shots throughout the whole meeting.
0: That was I just said made an ass out of himself at the meeting. I've read that part. I just summarized
1: that part. But then five minutes after the lodge meeting is over, he moves his car to two feet from the front door of the lodge and pops open some beer and sets yeah. out there for an hour and a half drinking beer I mean, in the parking lot of the lodge.
0: Long list of offenses in this, this manuscript. Uh, you and I are going to disagree on the severity of that one, but
1: I'll tell you why it upsets me, because when you read this manuscript, this brother had every opportunity to come back into that lodge. And let bygones by- be bygones. This brother had just died. And instead of going to the other end of the parking lot and having a beer if he wanted to have a beer, instead of going across the street and having a beer if he wanted a beer, he moved his car intentionally next to the door of the lodge where every man walking out of that door had to see him drinking that beer. And it was just a way for him to make a rude gesture at everybody walking out of that door. Look, you can't stop me. I'm
0: going to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. So, I suppose the last chapter in this story is um the the petty things continue and the brothers continue to grit and bear it because they don't want i guess the grand lodge getting involved which is the only way to make this guy leave he's because, been asked to leave but, but he just because, keeps coming back to stir stuff up
1: because this lodge has a policy where you don't take
0: yeah much like our own your lodge. business yeah. outside of your i, mean, lodge. I think every lodge kind of has that that unspoken rule. Like and then there's this yeah.
1: also awkward situation where his cousin or something is the master of the lodge. Oh, yeah, the relative. Who's yeah. a really good guy yep. that year. I mean, he's a really good guy. And well, you, they you say
0: that. I don't know the guy. I, but, well, I mean, that's,
1: I mean, according to them, that's what they think. That's yeah. what the members of their lodge think is that, that his relative is a really good guy. And they don't want to put the blood of his relative
0: on him. Yeah, I mean, I get that. So the shots continue... The story continues much as it has, just in smaller ways, because this gentleman's not running things anymore, um, until it gets to the point where there's a large subset of his lodge that has started doing something that, that was really cool. Um, Super cool. I mean, it was, it was cool stuff, but it was the kind of cool stuff that was best kept to the inside family of that lodge. Yep. Um, and... Knowing who the star of our story is, uh, it seems like those brothers made sure that he was the only one who didn't find out about the cool activities they were doing because they didn't want them messed up. And they would like to remain hidden. Well, from him especially, it was Yeah. yeah. It just they were they were having fun together and didn't want him coming in messing up their fun again. Yeah. But, uh, long story short, um, he manages to catch wind of that lodge's business. And I can only imagine that uh, in his thought, this is the way to bring that lodge that is so wrong to me, finally to its end. Gonna get their charter pulled. Gonna get guys thrown out. Gonna be the end of it. And then, he attempts that. Doesn't work the first time, so he finds another way. Until eventually, through some rather clever, I might add, manipulation, um, he creates a lot of problems. Those problems quickly go away when everybody realizes that uh, the gentlemen at that lodge are all good people and they're having some fun and uh, doing something for the betterment that, of the fraternity. Yeah, overall. I mean, in the end, it's a good thing. And uh,
1: may have some problems with the way they're doing it. Yeah, but maybe, I mean, maybe make a few changes, but keep doing it.
0: It went away. Uh, the, the problems went away. But the problem remained that in the fraternity, the long line of offenses of this gentleman that had everyone so wound up in his lodge. I mean, I'm, I'm just going through pages. I'm just yeah. flipping pages. Yeah. All of those, he was able to continue showing up, making a stink, creating a hassle, kind of ruining everyone's fun. I mean, there were people at some point that had just stopped visiting or coming as often when they knew that guy was going to be there. Yeah. However, the greatest offense that you could commit in most lodges is to take that lodge's concerns outside of that lodge, which he had already done once in this story. In other but words... for some reason, this one seems more grievous.
1: Because he took it to a higher level, I
0: think. So this story ends with the pledge that... Uh, We should tell this story for the listeners of the After Lodge podcast to be wary of a similar circumstance arising in their lodge, so that they might not let it carry on as far as it did in this poor lodge's example, and that it has been dealt with, and uh, these gentlemen seem to, like, they won't be having an issue in their lodge with that particular member ever ever again. again. That's a happy ending to a long, depressing story.
1: Well, the moral of the story to take away is don't be like the pikey and the young professional and the
0: chaplain. And all the other guys in that, that story that was sent to us because if there's a tumor growing on the help, happiness and welfare of your lodge, sometimes the peace and harmony can't be salvaged. There are just certain individuals who just won't let it happen. And the longer you try... To be the good guys. To
1: appease.
0: And, and allow it to continue. The worse it's going to be when the bomb finally explodes. Um, so our admonishment from the After Lodge podcast, the moral of our story today, is if you are facing difficulties with similar circumstances in your lodge, uh, since Jason has read this story over and over and over because it sounds so familiar to some things we dealt with. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much so that like I kept telling the story, and I kept finding myself like putting myself in the shoes of our lodge, and yeah. then, like, no, 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 this is their story we gotta we gotta tell their story, but uh that's that's their story. um I hope that you take a moral lesson from that story and save your lodge the headache and trouble
1: so uh we look forward to hearing from you guys this week and uh Oh, yeah. We're, we're we, sorry this is a very off format show for us. Next week's show will be a return to somewhat normalcy. Yeah.
0: And uh it was a story that that struck us so deeply because it resonates with things that have happened here so much that it just had to be told.
1: And, and some th- things a a gentleman can do can remove him from being your brother.
0: Well, that might be a debate for the next show. Maybe also, um If you guys have some stories like that that you want to come share with us on IRC and on Reddit and so on, um, I mean, we...
1: have many more details in this manuscript.
0: And there... I'm sure that you've been through similar problems. Um, Every lodge has, like, that one guy. It's just most wouldn't have let it carried on as long as the guys in the story.
1: Yeah, I chalked that up to... Those three or four guys. I mean, they're who, just idiots. Yeah, you know, just being dummies, <laughs> Just being flat-out dummies. I mean,
0: we love you, brothers, but sometimes well, we do dumb things as brothers. I mean,
1: the reason I love you so much is you remind me of me a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah. So uh, I also noticed this week that uh, there was a lot, of, a lot of Grand Lodge talk going on on Reddit.
1: There was. It was weird.
0: Um, so much so that I took special note of uh, our good friend and brother, Tiki Jack. Our hero who uh, was cross-posted to our own subreddit about the man we can all get behind. Can we get him on the show, please? Cause...
1: Yeah, but that needs to happen.
0: Well, I, I want to talk about the next show, some of those uh, Grand Lodge topics that came up on Reddit. Um and it would be great if the man who spearheaded that conversation this yes. week could could join us. And so many others.
1: Tiki Jack um, is. Although is, he may
0: be afraid of us at the moment uh, <laughs> as far no, as getting not tiki. run no. over by the Tiki's tanks. Not, or, Tiki's not afraid. No. Uh, we'll get the permission slip signed by uh, Right Worshipful Censor Bob. And, I'll work uh, on. Yeah. I mean, you have not smiled once this entire episode. He is a very dour man. A
1: <sighs> little scary, too. Why does he have to be so big? I don't know.
0: We're going to work on him. We'll, we'll get him a sense of humor. Um, so, that's uh, that's our show this week. Uh, it's just a fairy tale, a moral story. And Next week,
1: we'll be back to normal, brothers, we promise. Well, well as normal, normal as normal can be. We can be now.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, that has been the story that needed to be told. And if you have uh, any comments about it, you can shoot us an email at, at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail on the phone number you can find in the show notes. Uh... You can hang out with us on IRC at
3: snoo.org.
0: pound sign Freemasonry. Uh, you can always join us on the Freemasonry and After Lodge subreddits and uh, hang out with us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Show notes and everything else that you might want to know about the After Lodge podcast can be found at our website, www.afterlodge.com. So thanks again for listening, brothers. I hope you enjoyed our little fairy tale, and we will be seeing you next week. Bye. Later.